0: Welcome to the Metamorphosis Podcast. My name is Nordia Shereen, and I'm so excited to invite you on my journey of growth. Change is constant and can be difficult, but experience has taught me that it is necessary. I pray for the discernment to navigate my faith, my fears, and my growth. And I hope to encourage you, whether you're in caterpillar or butterfly season, that a win is a win at any time. So as you begin to feel uncomfortable, too big, too small, too wide, or like you can't fit, Metamorphosis. Yes, 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 yes. Welcome back to another episode of Metamorphosis. We already starting off on the wrong foot today, uh, tonight it is super late, and I'm recording, but I do this for y'all. actually, I'm lying. I do this for me, but I do hope that you guys benefit so listen, we're here, we're back. we're with the same mic, you're hearing me breathe. Things is getting complicated. I'm adding visuals. So this entire time, while I record, I'm going to be looking up into the camera trying to figure out, do I look good? Is my face dry? Do I got boogers in my nose? I'm trying. I'm trying to give y'all what y'all want and what y'all need, and we're going to work it out. <clears throat> <laughs> because it's so late tonight, like honestly, like guys, we're just going to get into this icebreaker because I am like over it and i'm not gonna lie to you like this podcast thing is no joke it takes a lot of commitment (laughs) and i was trying not to do visuals really i real talk i was trying to but i i realized like i really do want to do visuals and that's been killing me because like the thought of me actually getting dressed to look like an acceptable part of society to be seen by you guys is sickening actually (laughs) <laughs> it's actually really sickening to think that I actually have to put myself together for this. Um, I'm totally okay with going out looking homeless, you know, but unfortunately I can't do that for this and oh, that is just really really bothering me. Bothering me, bothering me, bothering me. Now, you guys know that I use the extreme personal questions for lovers. Um, card game for icebreakers so I'm constantly always looking through the cards because they're asking weird stuff like what kinky things do you like to do <laughs> and I mean we not on that type of time at Metamorphosis we could be but we're not on it so um, what was the what was going on the last time you felt unlucky OMG this is a great one Because I mean, I feel unlucky in general, like not like my life is terrible, but I just feel like I don't win those little things like raffles and games and the lotteries and whatnot, whatnot. like, you know, I'm, I'm trying, but I'm just not lucky. Like I don't win those things. I don't win prizes. I don't win any of those little games. I don't win raffles when I play. So I'm just pretty much feeling unlucky all the time, but uh, yeah, that's my answer to that question. Like, you know, I be trying to win the lotto. God, Lord, you heard me. I said, I be trying to win the lotto. You know what's crazy is like, you know, I don't know if y'all had family like mine or, you know, had a grandma like Angie, but you know when your grandparents or your parents, they wake up and they be like, you know, I dream we were sitting down for supper and I had three loaves of bread and we ate two fish. And you know, it was six of us that sat at that table and they be like, you know what? I'm going to play the numbers. I'm going to play these numbers because... I I think these numbers are specials. This one gonna hit. And (laughs) if it's one thing Caribbean people like to do is use their dreams to play the lotto. Dreams, listen, birthdays, all those things. Zodiac signs, whatever they could use, they using it to play that lotto, baby. And listen, they still not winning, but I wish them the best, you know? Some people win. I'm trying to win, too. But I guess to win, you got to play. And I don't play, so I don't know. Somebody give me a little tutorial. Maybe I'll go play a lotto number one day because I'll be feeling a lot of anxiety to go up there like have you ever seen the people on the lotto line? Like, they look like they're in a rush, they're stressed out, and they're not taking it. And they're not having it today, and they just want to get their numbers in. So, like, I get a lot of anxiety, because if I want to try it out and be sitting there like, so, how does this work? Like, how many winners have you had? Like, and I just feel like the person behind me is just going to be like, can you just can you just play the damn lotto? And I'm I'm going to be... <laughs> I'm going to be having a heart attack. So if I could get a tutorial, maybe I will try it and see, you know, maybe I'll get some luck, you know, use my birthday, use somebody else's birthday and work it out that way. But yeah, that was our icebreaker for today. (laughs) And if you're playing the lotto, I just want to say good luck and you got this. Okay. So we about to get into our segment of the show, WWJD, What Would Jesus Do? And in this segment of the pod, I throw out a hot topic, question, or circumstance. And together, we discuss what we think, how we feel, but ultimately, we imagine and consider and contemplate what would Jesus do? It's an opportunity for us to dive into our word and get clear about who we are and what God actually wants from us. Now, listen. Did I study? No. The opportunity is for you to dive in your word, ma'am. So don't be coming up here talking about. Hmm. She didn't even. She didn't even bring a Bible verse. Um. Excuse me, sis. Oh, <laughs> I. I am. And I know. No. So we're going to talk about it now, but then you're going to have to go to get up in your word because, you know, I'm just here to stimulate the thoughts and the feelings and the questions. And then you're going to get up in your word and then you're going to comment on this podcast and be like, oh, Nadia, you know I looked into what you said and it said so-and-so in Genesis chapter 4, verse 18. And I'm going to say, okay. Girl, you did that. Metamorph her, sis. And that's how we're gonna do that. Okay? But anyways, let's get into what would Jesus do. Forgive me, Father, for I have sinned again. Yeah. Come on. Uh uh. What would Jesus do? Jesus. I ask you, what would, Jesus do? Oh, Jesus. what would Jesus do? What would Jesus do? I ask Tell you and you. Do? Okay, okay, okay. Let's dive into it and let me hear what you guys think. So I was scrolling my social medias and I came across this video. I want to play it for you guys and I want y'all to listen to it and we're gonna nibble on this a little bit. Well, what do we think? How do we feel? And what would Jesus do? Okay? Now let me get this together. Don't... Give me a moment. Every relationship I've done that. Mm. Because anytime I am made to feel less than what I know I should receive... I just exit the premises and people never really believe me because I'm really kind and I don't yell and I don't bring up problems or anything, but I'm like, you have one chance, you mess it up and you won't hear from me again. I'm okay with walking away. Every relationship I've done that. Okay. So that was a little clip of, you know, the beautiful Miss Chloe Bailey, Talking about walking away and she starts off the video saying like I'm good at walking away and you got one shot with me And she even went so far to say listen People think I'm nice You know because I'm just you know, I'm saying it with a smile on my face But I'm serious like you cross me or you do something and you know, I'm out of here now Did your girl do the research on the context of the video what she was talking about watch the rest of the interview? no, oh my gosh, like y'all need to keep up. But I want to talk about it because the idea of walking away and no nonsense and all of that is very much in our culture. And when I say culture, I mean like youth culture, culture of people who are just trying to, I don't know, be there for themselves and things like that. But I think that it is very, I want to say very difficult to um, really gauge if this is useful or not. Like the idea of one chance, like what are we really talking about here? Because like one chance, like is it possible to just give somebody one chance, like can a human being actually only make one mistake for all of eternity, for all the time that you know them? Like, you know? Like, I've always thought that was a very, um oh, look at me about to lie to y'all. <laughs> okay. So, rewind that. <laughs> so, I used to say stuff like that. Like, oh, you got one shot with me. Like, once you cross me, it's over. Like, you know? But... What I realized is, like, that wasn't very, like, mature because, like, how are we supposed to, um, like, move forward with relationships if we can't navigate conflict and disappointment? Ooh, look at y'all about to get the therapist out of me. So, like, it's important in relationships to navigate and overcome conflict because that's where you really see the growth in the relationship. So like if we're like Chloe saying like, oh, you got one shot with me, it's highly likely that we're ending up in relationships that are very, very like um, similar and repetitive. So we end up in a very vicious cycle of the same thing happening over and over and over because every time we got the opportunity to grow, like, you know, when I gave that ep- example in, I think the first or second episode, I was talking about that tension of the butterfly getting out of the cocoon and that conflict is what gives them the strength in their wings that they need to fly. So it's like when you don't give people chances, you miss out on that conflict. Now, am I saying if your man drag you across the floor or punch you in your face or duff you like you're supposed to stay with him? No, I'm not saying that. Am I saying like you know somebody do some really wild stuff that she really shows you their character and they're like evil? Am I saying to stay around in that? No, but what I'm saying is, it's like, are we really like giving things thought when we just go rushing out of it and saying, oh, I'm not dealing with that no more? Like, are we really being um, mature about our relationships? Because it is kind of immature to say you only give somebody one shot. Like, let's switch it around. Like, can you survive on that, like, thought process and that perspective? Like, is one shot all you need or are you perfect enough to, like, really pass the test of being with someone and staying in relationship with only having one mistake for as long as you live for eternity? No. It's very immature. The the growth, the strength... Comes from the overcoming of the conflict. And so we shouldn't run away from conflict. We should learn to navigate it. It's like why so many people are like ridden with anxiety and things like that because like they have no idea how to navigate conflict. Like sometimes we get stressed out about something that's very simple because we've never actually navigated it. And once somebody comes and they talk to you about it and, and like they say something very simple to you, you're kind of like calm and you're like, oh wow, like. That's so crazy. Like, now I'm good. But it's because you've never learned to navigate those kind of things. The key to successfully growing in relationships is overcoming conflict, navigating it, and still keeping connection. Like, we're so quick to cut somebody off. Like, you cut them off and you lose the lesson that you needed to expand your territory. So how are you going to be better, evolve, and you know, grow? You need to be able to say like, we're having a disagreement. We're having a conflict. Let's sort this out. Because all you do now is stick yourself in a repetitive cycle. Right? So... That's like my little spiel on it. But what do y'all think? And what do y'all think Jesus would do? So I want you guys to go crazy in the comments and really talk about it like one chance. Are we going to just give something one chance? Or are we going to give people the space to grow? I mean, people need space to grow and to evolve and to become better. Um, and how do they do that with just one imagine if we all just had one shot at something <laughs> what how would we live that's one you know we'd all probably be anxiety ridden like oh my god i only got one chance and then it's all over right and so that that would make us less likely to pursue new opportunities and new things and new challenges right so that person who is living in that one chance you know ultimatum is like terrified And then also there is the thing of you don't actually learn anything. So we have to be careful about creating space for other people um, so that we can create opportunities of growth for ourselves. And so I think that, well, we already know what Jesus would do. Ooh, can I hit y'all with it? how many times will I forgive my brother? 70, 70 times seven, is it that? You know, so some of us is keeping count, whatever you do, do what you gotta do. But um, that's the idea is that one chance is not really like in the messaging of of God and and Jesus and his kingdom. There's nothing about one chance. He's always been a God of forgiveness, a God of mercy, a God of reconciliation and restoration. So, How do we reflect that in our daily lives? By giving people chances. Now, does he give consequences? Absolutely. The man is not forcing you to do something that you don't want to do. But he's also just not letting you do whatever, and the consequences is part of someone facing accountability for their actions, and that's totally warranted. And so that is opportunity for growth as well, teaching them that the things they do have consequences, and maybe they won't do it again. You know what I'm saying? But I'm just, you know, trying to say that cutting off a relationship or, you know, navigating in a way where you only have one chance and this person only has one chance is ultimately a way of keeping yourself stagnant and also um, keeping your relationships at a level where they are not able to grow and only attracting a certain type of relationship as well. So you want to be able to create those opportunities for yourself and create space for other people as well. So tell me what y'all just thought about that segment in the comments. Tell me if you liked it. Tell me if you didn't like it, what it needs, what it didn't need, and we'll move forward from there. Okay, listen, have you followed me yet? Have you followed our show? Have you followed Metamorphosis? have you plugged in to this podcast? Because listen, we're going to be bringing you content every single week. I'm having a little bit of anxiety right now. I can't lie to you because I'm literally recording the third episode on the night that we're supposed to drop. And I'm thinking to myself, like, are these people even going to like this are they going to listen are they they gonna think I'm funny like I think I'm funny Are are they gonna agree um you know I think I'm an interesting person I think I tell great stories are they gonna agree like I'm freaking out because I'm like I don't know if I really have what it takes today to um do this and I'm feeling a bit of Anxiety in regards to—is this even possible for me? So I'm going to like disregard that, like most of us do with our anxiety, (laughs) keep it pushing. (laughs) Uh, I put dropped like the promo for this um, a couple days ago. I want to say it was on Saturday. I dropped the promo, and it's gonna be on Monday that it—the actual episodes drop. And I know that's not a lot of time, but it's whatever, work with me, that's what I did, is either you're with me or you're not, okay? So I did that, and I was looking at the views that I got and the likes that I got, and I'm just like, wow, you could really see your haters, because like, how y'all look at my video and didn't like it? Okay, maybe that's just self-absorbed, right? Because maybe they looked at it and they actually didn't like it. (laughs) i think it's terrible to assume that like people have to like your video like they have to like your content like it's possible that you're gonna post something that i actually don't like i don't enjoy maybe they didn't enjoy my graphics or thought my podcast would be crap i mean i don't know so actually i guess i kind of take that back in the moment that i brought it out but it still has some validity to it because some of y'all being people views but y'all don't be in the likes. And y'all be talking about how y'all like me. And how y'all love for me. And how y'all there for me. But you ain't like my stuff. I'm taking it personal and I'm judging you. Because what? Like my posts. But anyways, with that nonsense that I'm talking. Today's topic I really wanted to talk about actually is loneliness. Um... I have been feeling kind of lonely and not in a way where it's like you don't have anybody because I do have people. Um, Just a kind of loneliness where it's like all the places, environments, and the people that I hung out with are not really the people that I do hang out with now and not really the places that I go now and not really the environments that I frequent in now. So there's been this kind of loneliness or I guess out of place feeling that I've been feeling. Um, And it is crazy because, you know, I prayed for this. (laughs) And I know y'all hear me say this and it sounds crazy, but it's like, I wanted to change so much. Like the life that I was living, the things that I was doing, I wanted to change so much because I wanted to live a life that is pleasing and acceptable to God. So I prayed prayers like, you know, God, take me out of these environments, take away the desire, you know, help me to be different. Oh my God. Don't we love that? We love to pray to be different, don't we? mm mm-hmm. oh but you don't even know do you so I was praying for that like to help me to be different help me to stand out be a part you know I'm a chosen generation of peculiar people like I'm quoting the scriptures with this one and I had no idea that that mean like like I'm actually like not fit in with these people no more and uh like, I go into certain environments now, I, I go out with certain friends, and I'm just, I feel so lonely. And, you know, the word that I described it with before was feeling uncomfortable, but that's before I really did, like, the self-searching and realized that it, I, it wasn't that I was uncomfortable, because I was there, and I, and I, and I went. Um, it was, I felt lonely. Have you ever felt lonely in a room full of people? Have you ever went out with a friend and felt alone? I mean, I feel like I do not fit in anymore with the people I had some of my funnest moments with. And it's really hard. And it is really lonely because I I do feel like it's like you know I haven't found the 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 new people I guess I don't like I haven't found what's supposed to replace that I guess so there is this like loneliness that comes in and I was talking to before like saying that I used to pray for this and I really did I I asked God to like take me out of those things and those environments and now I'm here and now I'm dealing with the actual you know reality of what that looks like we ask God for so many things like we definitely ask him as a new believer as a believer in general we're constantly asking to be taken out of places that he doesn't want us to be for him to remove things that he doesn't want us to be there and then there's this feeling of loneliness when he does the thing that we very much asked him to do and so I've been combating combating that for a very um, hot minute now, and um, I really don't know what to do with it, but I think I'm figuring it out day by day. It's like the more you grow, the more you evolve, you just don't fit into the same places that you used to fit into the same way and even if you do fit in it feels so different for you like the life I used to live you know the life of like partying and all that type of stuff and you know I I dated a lot um dating frequently you know this like um what's the right word I guess this feeling I got from like, you know, collecting guys or whatever. Does that sound bad, but it is something that I did. Like it, it it boosted my self-esteem to know that there were men that wanted me that I did not even give the time of day. So there there were things like that. This was the life I was living. Now it wasn't last week, so don't come for me serious Sally's or judgment duties. Okay. Don't, don't, don't do it. And like, even if I did get saved last week, like I'm saved, right? Can I digress? I'm a digress. Now y'all really be getting me be tight when y'all do this because y'all be preaching down the place, telling people they go to hell, telling them to choose the Lord. And when they do, y'all really still on their back right off of these people, man. First of all, if I got saved last week, I'm saved, ain't I? I'm saved just like you. It just happened last week. Leave these people alone. When they get saved, give them a chance, man. Give them a chance to grow and evolve and to be themselves and to to fall in love with, with the Lord. Y'all don't even give these people a chance to fall in love with the Lord before y'all start on their back about everything they need to do and what they missed out on and what they have to do and their work and their... like. Give people a chance to build the foundation that they need to build with God. And don't tell them that their relationship is not valuable just because it hasn't been as long as you. So that was my little spiel or whatever. But back to loneliness. Um, Yeah, I was feeling like that. Still feeling like that, actually. Go into a place, go out with a friend, and I'm just like... What am I doing here? Um and I wanted to talk to everyone about what we can do for that. So ooh. Now I told y'all to bear with me now, right? So just bear with me. Y'all ain't hear that. Y'all did not hear that. And I'm not editing it out because the amount of work it took for me to actually do all this, I can't add anymore. All right. Let's go. So the first thing, right, to um, kind of improving how you feel when you're feeling lonely is that you should relish in your ability to do whatever you want with your alone time. So that basically means that you should be happy that you're alone because you don't have to take anybody else into consideration, People really don't, that, that is like, uh, you know, a humble flex. Like when you do not have to think about, you know, what Tashana want to do and what this other person got to do and, and how they feel, that is a humble flex. Like, so I guess relish in that. Like, yeah, you're feeling lonely. You feel like you don't got anybody, but guess what? (laughs) That means you are fully in charge, and that you could do whatever it is that you want to do, and you can live life on your terms. Because trust me, you gonna miss it when you got to take everybody else into consideration. Like when I'm home alone, I be great. I listen. I pee with the door open. I do what I gotta do. I'm living life. I'm blasting music. I'm on the couch. I'm covered up. I'm stuffing my face. You know, like. When you got people around, you can't do stuff like that. You know, you have to be able to take them into consideration. So, you know, do something that makes you happy and have fun doing it. The second thing that's going to help you is do the things that you want to do and stop worrying about if somebody else is going to do it with you. It's okay to do something alone. Like we get so hung up on like trying to be places with others. Listen, go to the movies by yourself. Go out to eat by yourself. Go grab a drink by yourself. Go watch a show by yourself. Like you don't need to worry about doing things with people all the time because it really is this idea that we always have to have people around that makes it so hard for us to embrace being um alone. And like you got to be able to understand that these are opportunities for you to get to know yourself and become you know more in tune with who you are as a person. So Even if you don't find people who are like-minded, at the very least, you're going to come out with some quality time, and that's helpful because it's going to let you focus less on feeling lonely, and it'll give you a more idea of solitude. We want to push past loneliness and move into solitude, where loneliness is more so of this self-pity, but solitude is enjoying your own company, even though you're alone. And it's more of like a protective term. So you want to move out of loneliness and into solitude. And once you've learned how to be by yourself, then the third thing you want to do is join groups that share your interests. Get into things that you enjoy that other people enjoy too. Now, I live in New York. I don't know where you live. I'm a manifested that I'm gonna have listeners all over the place. Whoop, whoop but um in New York like there's a group for everything put a google search figure out what people are doing and go do it like if you like anime go to that big convention that they have every year they have a do-rag convention could you imagine (laughs) like there's something for everybody just go and enjoy yourself and join somewhere with people who have similar interests, so that you can find your tribe. Because it is possible, but I do think, like I talked about in the last podcast, that you need to be intentional about finding your friendships. So do that. Spend time outside. And just kind of remember who you are. So that you're able to navigate these situations with a sense of security, autonomy, and confidence. Because there's nothing worse than walking into a room with low self-esteem when you're looking for people in your life. You are going to attract some of the most unhealthy and toxic people based on the attitude that you enter a room with. People are going to read that and they're going to gravitate to it if they feel like they'll be able to manipulate you or to gain control over you. So you want to walk into that room with confidence, baby, and just say to yourself, like, listen, I am here and I am going to enjoy this experience regardless of how it ends out, ends up there's something to be gained from it and I will benefit whatever it is to be gained. If I don't gain anything, I have learned something. And that's how you have to have um, an attitude about it because otherwise you're never going to be able to overcome these feelings. One thing that have worked for me personally is this other step that I'm gonna say to you guys now, which is like self-care. I'm big on self-care (laughs) <laughs> I started laughing because like as big as I am on self-care, I don't do it enough. So, I am trying my best to figure out how to continue doing it. But I'm big on self-care and I do think that's a way to combat loneliness is that taking care of yourself. One of my favorite things to do is my self-care routine, girl. My skincare Woo! When I am trying to take care of myself, I go take that long shower. I have the best body wash. I have the body oil. I have all the stuff. You know, the perfumes, a great pair of pajamas, and I start on my skincare routine. Mask, cleanser, toner, moisturizer, you know, all the things. And when I put my lip mask on and I am I am feeling good, I do that. I turn my diffuser on and I get my little lavender coming through and I just lay on my bed I feel so great I think that is one of the best films in the world and maybe your self-care maybe be something else shoot Ayala Von's Vaughn said her self-care is watching Law and Order so whatever works for you you do that the next step that I'm going to share with you is that you should investigate your loneliness. Now, what that means to me, I don't know what it means to you when you heard me say it, but that means to me is take your butt to therapy. Listen, why do people don't go to therapy? You need to try it, you need to uncover and explore your feelings and understand. That it's okay to talk to someone, to be able to use someone as a sounding board, and to have a non judgmental opinion in things that you are navigating, to have someone support you through feelings that you may have a hard time navigating give it a chance, give therapy a chance so that you can explore your feelings of loneliness because they could be deep rooted in something else, you know? And I took time to really explore those feelings. And I realized that my loneliness was not just me feeling alone. It was me going through a period of grief of the friends that I had, the life that I lived, and the person that I was. It almost was a reminder whenever I go into these environments that those things are not there no more and I go through these feelings of grief and it causes me to feel lonely. And so when I investigated it, that's what I found out. So investigate into your feelings of grief and see what you come up with because you really may have something else going on I love to tell my clients this is that sometimes you end up somewhere and you have a feeling and it could be an indicator that something else is going on so you always want to investigate it and be in touch with your body and how you feel about things okay okay girl go to therapy girl call your insurance and and let them know listen listen go to therapy. It has some therapists that takes all insurances. You could get therapy with Medicaid too. Now I know that there's like some little red tapes that you probably can't get more than three sessions, but just give it a shot. See how it works for you. You might think it's worth investing in because girl, I know I pay my $150 to go talk to my therapist and I'd be on his couch telling him like, let me tell you this week was no joke. Okay, so make sure that you're investing into yourself the things that you know are important. And if you're having these feelings, don't let them sit there and you know marinate, but investigate it and work on navigating it so that you can become better and mature and morph into exactly who you've been purposed to be by God. So there's two more things that I want to share with you in combating loneliness, and one of the two things is, girl, stop letting social media have a say in whether or not you're lonely. Like, if you're feeling lonely, cool, but don't let it be because social media said you are. Don't let it be because you're watching Tatiana on IG, and she got 50 billion friends, Try your best to not let social media dictate to you how your life should be. Because listen, my mom always says this and she preaches about this in church. Anytime you measure yourself up to someone else, you either going to be better than them or less than them. And either end of that spectrum is not the place that you want to be okay, you don't ever want to feel like you're better than somebody, but you also don't ever want to feel like you're less than them either. So the comparison thing don't work. The only competition that you should be in is the one with yourself, the one with the person in the mirror. And the only thing that you should be mirroring yourself to and comparing yourself to is the purpose and the plan that God has for you. So that way Every time you compare yourself to what God has for you, it's always going to be in love and it's always going to be in a way that's showing you your what you can aspire to and the life that he has for you. So stop comparing yourself to all the girls on social media, all the men on social media, anybody who you are. If you're listening, don't compare yourself to them because... <clears throat> People say this all the time, and and it's probably become a cliche, but it's so true. When they show you their life on social media, they're showing you the highlight reel. They're not showing you the uncut, behind-the-scenes footage. And so we're making judgments about ourselves based on a superficial, covered in plastic, polished, version of someone's life through a phone screen. Don't do it. Don't do it to yourself because it will force you into a place of self-pity, depression, and anxiety. Don't do it to yourself. Do not go on social media and look at people's lives and think to yourself, I need to change. And if that's the case and you're doing that, maybe you should cut back. Maybe you should find something else to do with your time. Limit your screen time until you're at a place where you're able to navigate it. Okay? Okay. You okay? You still with me? You having a hard time? I know this episode is a little bit serious, but I really wanna give you guys some tips as well on how you can mature, and how we could become better human beings. My last tip is that you really wanna reality check the things that you think. And what I I mean when I say that is, you say you're lonely, but are you really? Now, I left this for last because this can go either way, but really check on what you're actually saying. Like, are you really lonely? Do you really not have nobody? Question and challenge what you're saying to yourself because sometimes you could be putting yourself in a place of despair based on things that are not true. Maybe you do have people, but you're not reaching out to them. Maybe you do have people, but you have not been realizing it because you're focusing your attention in the wrong places. Think about these things and, and really challenge those thoughts. Because if you make a decision based on the wrong circumstances and the wrong perception, you can mess everything up. You want to make the right decisions about these feelings. And so if you are feeling lonely, the first thing you want to do is challenge that thought and say, am I lonely? If you are lonely and you realize like this is not a drill, this is not a game, your girl really rub her feet together at night, turn her head to the wall and has nobody to talk to, now that's when you want to go into those other tips that we was talking about. And like I said, therapy ain't never hurt nobody. You should definitely try it out. Okay so I hope that this episode has been enlightening to you and I hope that it has been helpful. I hope that my seriousness is not going to scare you away and that you'll come back for the next episode that is going to be updated next week. Thank you so much for listening All my caterpillars, all my butterflies, I'm so happy that you're here. Make sure you follow the show and stay in touch with us because we are so happy to see you. And if you can't fit and you feel like you're too big and you're too wide, then metamorphosis. Bye.